Tired of boring news? Fatuous facts? Ever heard of a snakeworm? Butt science? Food crime? Estonian sports? Spanish art restoration? No facts. Just questions. Person in person. A news show. Subscribe. Please and thank you. And Sean and Rich, they are my friends and they are doing this show. <laughs> that was Fan of the Opera. Um, <clears throat> I mean, if you like that, I have an entire song that's just all of the acapella syllables are my name and Joe. So you say if you like that, this is what we should well, be listening we were, to. We were the two, like we were the two soloists, and someone's just uh, like, "Wait, we could change all of the syllables to both of their names." Yes, great. Awesome. Smashing pumpkins to my name. Tim is the greatest. <laughs> no. Welcome to Brose, the podcast for those who drink rose. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rose. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed reporting live from the sunny beaches of Miami, it's Tim Hansen. Dude, check out these guns, bro. Dude, dude, bro. How's it going, dude? It's great. The sun's out. The guns are out. I'm loving it. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Uh, Do you get a license for those firearms? Wow. No. (laughs) Criminal Tim Hansen out here. (laughs) Go to to Georgia. I think you can get a same-day license. Two two lethal weapons attached to either one of his arms. Everybody doing all right? Everybody hanging in there? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm drinking a delicious oh, yeah, Dr. Pepper good. Zero Sugar. Uh, so I'm drinking a delicious Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Uh, we were recounting before the show how uh, Dr. Pepper used to have a product called Dr. Pepper 10. And the whole tagline was, it's not for women, uh, which was a <laughs> bold tagline to have. It was like 2013. like So this wasn't like... This wasn't like 40 years ago when it was like, ha ha, funny sexism. Like this was <laughs> relatively recently that the la- like the tagline for the product was it's not for women. Um, and it went so poorly that it took them freaking eight years to reboot it and do something else. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not the smartest marketing campaign. No, nah, no, nah, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have done it if I were them. But this is a you know, Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar quality product. I, I would definitely recommend. Um, but we're not just drinking soda here on the brose podcast we're not just drinking zero calorie zero sugar soda here on the brose podcast we're drinking rose because this is the award-winning brose podcast available as always on apple podcasts google podcasts stitcher spotify soundcloud and tune in amongst the many locations where fine podcasts are bought and sold where you can listen to brose uh if you've listened to our show before you know that the premise of our program is that we answer questions from you the audience about life the universe and everything And we do it while enjoying a delicious glass of rosé. And if you have a question you want us to answer on the air, uh, be it about current events, pop culture, uh, hypothetical questions, music, video games, movies, trivia, politics, what have you, email those questions to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com, and we'll answer them on the air. But before we get to those questions, let's talk about what we're drinking. Uh, Besides Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar, which is not 
uh, a sexist soda from what my understanding. Um, Tim, <laughs> what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking Lazy Lucy. It is a Blackwater uh, winery 2019 wine from Swartland, South Africa. No idea where that is outside of the fact that it's South Africa. Um, picked it up because it's got an adorable bulldog on the label. And essentially they're like, hey, uh, oh, the resident princess in our family, Lucy the Bulldog, is not exactly known for her athletic nature or serious demeanor. Cutest can be and a favorite in all company. Like this wine. <laughs> so I love bulldogs. Reminds me of my princess Sophie. Tons of fun. And uh, it's a delicious wine. Really going after good. Lucy here. Not athletic. <laughs> not <laughs> Listen, bulldogs are unapologetically lazy as fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's just that's just that's half of their character. Fair enough. And if you don't like it, well, then you suck. That's it. <laughs> a compelling argument from Tim Hansen in favor of bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean, what are you drinking? I'm drinking uh, Buschegger. It's an Austrian rosé, and as I uh, predicted, second glass, I'm into it. I'm into it fully now. <laughs> nice. I'm into the bitterness of it. It took it took a little while to get there, but I'm like, I'm digging it now. Okay. A plus. Nice. Hell yeah. How about you, Rich? Uh, I am drinking um, the Palm by Whispering Angel. It is. Uh, it's it's same as Sean's. It's a, it's a nice nice rosé. Um, not my normal preference, but it is, I can, I can, I can stand drinking it. Okay. Most excellent. And I am finishing a bottle of Rosé d'Anjou, uh, a Poitou de France. Uh, it's a, uh, a wine with strawberry and raspberry aromas. You can definitely get that in the wine, the, those couple of fruits. Um, but as I mentioned in the pre- previous podcast, the problem with me re-drinking any wine that I previously opened that's been in the fridge for a while is that it starts to taste like the fridge. So uh, it's you're getting a little bit of that tempering of the flavor. But nonetheless, uh, would definitely recommend Rose d'Anjou for anybody who likes a little bit of a fruity rosé. All right, Mr. Hansen, you have our second that's round me. of questions, correct? I do. You remember. That's so thoughtful. Yeah, no, I, I thought about like jumping in and taking it from you because you and I had a bit of a dispute before the show uh, about which one of us is going to do round two. Uh, yep. Because you claimed it and then I ignored you and then 30 seconds later said, I'll do it. Um, and you had to uh, very politely inform me that you had already claimed it. But um, <laughs> a lot of people want to email us uh, questions. Again, questions at gmail.com. But what is our first question, Tim? Our first question, have you ever quit a job in a really satisfying way? Matt, you instantly had a smirk. Uh, Well, I recently changed jobs again. Uh, So I I, I switched back from a uh, I switched. uh, I changed jobs in January uh, and uh, without uh, getting too uh, office political on this show. Uh, my expectations, uh, my expectations for the position were different than based on what I, I expected coming in from the interview and from the job posting. Uh, so, so I uh, I ended up uh, going back to my old job. So I don't know if that was satisfying because I think the really satisfying way to do that would like the only satisfying way to quit a job is to like leave with 
metaphorical guns ablaze, like, you know, it, doing the office space thing where you steal the printer and bash it in with a baseball bat in the mm-hmm. parking lot. And I don't think I've really had that. I think the closest thing that I had to that was um, I uh, I quit Swan's Pantry, uh, the Goodwill of Food in Exton, Pennsylvania, uh, because <laughs> CVS across town was giving me like a buck and a half more an hour. Uh, and so I gave them one week's advance notice as opposed to two. So I <laughs> re- really stuck it to them. Got them. <laughs> yeah. So how about you guys? Any super satisfying ways of quitting a job? No, I've uh, been the responsible adult and gave my two weeks. Or Actually, when I left McDonald's, I just told them, like, I'll finish up my schedule. But you have to work around my new work schedule. And then give me some time off and then I'll come back after I get situated in my new job as like a two job thing. And then I just never went back. But that was, yeah, I've never been like, ah, fuck you, fuck you, you're okay, I'm out kind of thing. (laughs) Never brought in the cake that says I quit on it. Like, no. (laughs) Sorry, someone's birthday. No, it's, I've, in, in a way, I've technically only quit one job even though I've held one, two, three, four, five, because one of them was a seasonal for summer job for school, then McDonald's, which I technically never quit. I just never went back to work after putting in a, a, a leave of absence. And then I quit my first office job for my second one. And then I got laid off before the or during the pandemic. So. Mm-hmm. Um, my quitting Wawa was kind of fun. Uh, cause, cause I kind of knew in advance that, uh, you, have you ever been told like, don't print out something but, like, if you like, just don't have a paper trail, if you're going to do something shitty, don't have a paper trail. Mm-hmm. Well, my manager or my associate general manager, one of the two printed out an email where they pretty much explicitly said that they were going to throw me under the bus for her fuck up. And I was just like, Oh, Okay, well, you guys are friends, so I know. Uh, and the AG, the area manager, already doesn't like me because I have a penis. Uh, mm. Yeah. Oh, she literally. Weird came piece in of discrimination. Like, <laughs> she like came in and fired every non-assistant general manager manager that was a man, mm. and I was the only one because that. I thought she came in with like a magnifying glass, or just looking at your crotch, like, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. I don't I don't like you're getting a twenty percent pay cut. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, besides the point. So they were getting ready to throw me under the bus. I found that out on like third shift Wednesday, had an interview Thursday. I already had the next week off, like scheduled for vacation. And then that Friday I went back into work and the general manager like started having that conversation of like listen there's this thing and blah 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 blah. and i i like explained my version of the story and he like it was very clear that he was getting ready to say like i don't care and there's going to be serious consequences that we're throwing you under the bus for Mm. so i was like oh by the way here's my letter of resignation yeah i'm off next week and he's like oh and the, the, the week you're coming back we were already going to have you working at another store so you're just not going to come back here hmm. at all for the next two weeks. Please don't come back. Yeah. Uh, it was it was, it was was very satisfying to me. And then uh, one of the third shift guys had me cover his shift on that Saturday night, uh, that last Saturday night. 
the day after what should have been my last day. And I was like, fine. Only because I like you and you've helped me out of tough spots a million times. And then we went to Shady Maple after we finished that third shift. So it was nice. Great. See, that, that that's all you had to say was like, I left my job and I went to Shady Maple. And that's the most satisfying way <laughs> to leave a job is that you wind up at Shady Maple afterwards. <laughs> Put in my two weeks notice, go on a week vacation yeah. and then go work at another store for a week. Nice. <laughs> Sean, have you ever uh, left a job in a very satisfying way? Unfortunately, no. It's always just been give my two weeks, you know, very, very regular. I'm just, I've, I worked at Edible Arrangements for like 15 years or something stupid. <laughs> so like, I was like, I was really good with all those people. So I was just like, see you later, alligators. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went on to bigger and better things. And every job I've, and the other jobs that I've quit, I've just given my two weeks because I got better offers. And I'm like, I don't, mm. <laughs> I don't need this. See you later. Yep. Deuces. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. That's the problem. Is like something. There's always like that initial gratification of of like really sticking it to your boss or sticking it to a crummy coworker or something like that. But like it, it always it reminds me of of that uh, Chappelle show sketch when keeping it real goes wrong, where like it <laughs> seems like really awesome, like you're really keeping it real and like you know throwing it in your boss's face and like spin. But like it never pays off. Like there's no like maybe if you know you're changing industries or something maybe it would but like mm-hmm. you always it would be nice to have in your back pocket that you didn't like light the bridge on fire on your way out of town exactly like i always i'm always wor- like i was always worried like what if what if i get fired from this new job i don't want to burn every bridge yeah, <laughs> as exactly. i peace out mm-hmm. when like that's how matt could go back to his old job yeah. and how yeah inexplicably they but <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's my favorite part of that story, Matt, is that you left your 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 new job for a new job, and then went back to your old new job mm-hmm. a few weeks after you had started. Sucker those losers into thinking that I was good at my job, and uh, and <laughs> they're, they're like, oh yeah, I'll get Casnell back in the fold. Why not? <laughs> the the only uh, like kind of satisfying thing when I quit my first office job at a law firm that's no longer open, so I'll say by name, but at Udren was um, I put in my two weeks and she said, all right, we'll have an exit interview in a, in a week. Uh, never got the exit interview, but she turned around HR and was like, we can offer you $14 an hour, which was a $4 raise. And I'm like, they're offering me $17 an hour in paid health benefits. And she's like, but you don't have to pay health insurance right now. You're under 25. And I'm like, bye. I, I'm not coming <laughs> back. Uh, and then... A week later, she's like, all right, we'll have an exit interview on Friday. Never got an exit interview. Hmm. Boop. Yep. Boop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. all right. What do we got next, Tim? Next up, draw a picture or doodle of something you did recently. Then have the other three bros describe what's going on in your picture. This is, is going to be something? sad. Yeah. Hmm. Doodle or, or draw a picture of something you did recently. All right, Dr- doodle and draw. Okay, all right. Da, 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 da. Not very artistic. We may have to uh, come back to this. All right, so we're gonna hit the pause button, sort of, on this episode. Uh, <laughs> good news for you, Sean. This is the episode that you're editing. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so cut this whole section out. Every yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sean's gonna cut the question out like it never happened. Uh, so uh, everybody, grab a pen or a, a Microsoft, or open up your your newest edition of Microsoft Paint. And uh, and let's do a little doodly do, and uh, we'll be back in a minute to describe our doodly doos.
Dun, 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 this is the music while we're drawing. All right, everyone. Pencils down. Uh, it is time for us to show our beautiful works of art uh, over the magic of video chat. Who wants to show off their masterpiece first? I do. All right, Tim Hansen. Okay. Tim was the last one to finish. So uh, let's hear. Let's see right. what you've got. Okay. Sean, I'm, I'm entrusting this to you. <laughs> it looks okay. So it looks like he's playing. <laughs> okay, so it looks, it looks oh, like he's a secret. It looks like he's playing uh, the new Spider-Man on his PS5. But God also, his dick is out. <laughs> he's he's full he erect, fully erect, playing Spider-Man. That's not true. That's only a half chub. Just. just... <laughs> Just rock hard Just, watching Miles Morales soar around the skies. It looks like Spider-Gwen, which is... Oh, it was supposed uh, to be Miles Morales, okay. but I'm really bad at this. <laughs> and to mention, I even gave myself short little legs that don't touch the ground. <laughs> yeah. Like you're stuck in like your, your grandfather's like favorite easy chair. <laughs> like, it, yeah. it would have been better, Tim, if the legs were like dangling and kicking and not just over. Yeah, I, They don't reach that far, Rich. I got short fucking legs. What do you want from me? I have questions about your half, your half erect penis uh, in proportion to the size of your legs. <laughs> no, the proportions are accurate. Are, oh, wow. <laughs> That's a two scale drawing. Yeah, congratulations on wearing shorts ever. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what uh, that's what boxer briefs are for, bud. Oh boy, <laughs> keeps everything together. <laughs> it's just unspooled. Uh, all right, Sean. Let's see your uh, let's see your drawing. All right, so Sean, this. <laughs> So Sean's throwing a frisbee. Uh, he's doing some frisbee golf, but there appear to be uh, spectators. There are spectators going. Wow! <laughs> Somebody <laughs> saying like moly. "Holy, sh oh, holy moly!" I thought that was "Holy Schnikes." <laughs> holy moly! <laughs> Gorge. He's getting like a good hook around the trees that he's mm -hmm. throwing. Yeah, through. that happened the other day. I was I since because of COVID, I'm always playing playing by myself. Mm -hmm. But like people will let me play through when there are bigger groups who are not, you know, respecting guidelines. And so recently I threw just the best shot of my life, but it was in front of a bunch of people just absolutely piped like a like 350 foot shot. And like, nobody was expecting it. Even, even me. And I kept, it was one of those things where like I threw oh. it and it was like a foot off the ground the whole way, but just kept going and so I was like, did you guys see where that went? And they were like, yeah. And they kept having to be like, no further. And I, at a certain point, I felt like a dick because it was like, they were like, no further. It went further like, it, than it's that. It's out that yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm not trying to make like make myself yeah. seem good yeah, here. Further than that. Wow, I must be really strong. <laughs> yeah. What? Further than this? Yeah. <laughs> You're that saying I went further than this? You yeah. can't be correct. That means I'm a pro. <laughs> you take, you take, you take two steps. Then this? Yeah, dude. Jesus two Christ. more. Yeah. What about this guy? Just go. <laughs> Do you see it, bro? It's Guys, obviously like, further than that. Like rolling his eyes, checking his watch. Like, yes, further than that. Like, uh... <laughs> That's very cool, though. 
Yeah, that's and so it happens yeah. a lot that like people will let me play through, and but most of the time I just drill the first tree. So that was a, <laughs> that was that was nice that I didn't do that. <laughs> Dude, that's most awkwardly whether it's like frisbee golf or regular golf when they let you play through, and suddenly you just have your worst hole. Like, yeah, like oh yeah, yeah. Don't worry, we'll let you play through, and then suddenly you just like shank your first shot, and like you twenty minutes trying to find your ball. Like it's yeah, just the exactly. worst feeling. It's the worst. <laughs> I, I uh, Rich, let's see your jar. That's me playing golf with Vince. Is always trying to find his balls. Um, yeah. Ooh. Let's uh, scooch this over so I can see that I'm showing it properly, and let's see if it works. Uh, there we go. Oh, he's playing Monster Hunter. Mm. <laughs> It's a big old sword. Sega Genesis Aladdin. On the Switch, he's got a big old sword. He's fighting some mm. little dragon-esque thing in Monster Hunter. Yeah, I mean, that's not fully accurate because I wasn't using a giant sword. I was using a gun lance. But for the most part, yeah, that's what I was doing. Oh, my God. Literally <laughs> right before we were gun lance. Almighty. A gun lance. A, a gun lance. <laughs> It's like the Liger of weapons when you're just like like a twelve year old puts two things. There's a gun lance. It's a Give lance this a gun. What the hell is gun lance? Gunblade was goofy enough in Final Fantasy. What the fuck is gun lance? It's literally, it is it is a lance with a gun on it. Um, that if you shoot uh, enough of it, you shoot a spike out, and the spike spins around and is basically like a buzzsaw blade on the enemy as well. Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. This nice. is dumb. I'm looking at this thing. Good no. lance. It's not even a lance. It's still just a big fucking sword. <laughs> lance Gun also sounds like maybe like the guy who runs the tutorial in that game. Like, hey, I'm Lance Gun. I'm here to show you around the world of Monster Hunter. <laughs> All right. Yeah. First off, remember to hit the save button regularly. <laughs> just like really like handing, holding your hand through it. All right. Uh, here's mine. Uh, it's. <laughs> Man's Elaborate. Cooking. I am cooking, cooking bacon. Uh, no, I'm not cooking bacon. Uh, but I am cooking. I mean, it could be it could be anything in that goddamn pan. Uh, for the purposes of this, we'll say it's Taylor Ham. Uh, because my my wife, who has imparted upon me the wonders of of Taylor pork roll for the last several years, but only recently has gotten me like really into it. Uh, we we decided like, oh, we're just gonna have like a weird uh, breakfast this weekend. We're just gonna have Taylor Ham, and I. Apparently, there are different thicknesses to the Taylor ham. So if oh, you're yeah. ever out there getting the Taylor ham, the thick cut is the way to can, go. My God. Can, oh, it's delicious. Can yeah. you uh, can you explain to me this uh, this Taylor, Taylor, Taylor ham? Are Taylor we going to have this argument again? Can you explain <laughs> this to me, please? Taylor ham. Uh, I'm glad you asked, Rich, because Taylor ham is basically the best parts of bacon and sausage rolled together. It's <laughs> delicious man it's so good and the thick cut i i defy you mr hansen because the thick cut is the way to go you get more of a meat to crispiness ratio uh it, it's just it's you got to do it man you score the outsides of it you put the thickness oh my god it's so delicious you put it on an english muffin Nah, get the thin stuff no. and you just give it like a quick crisp and you get like the really crispy out like edges and it like starts curling up. I'll just get like get pork rinds inside, at that point. <laughs> no, but then you get towards the center and it's just like warm and still delicious with a little crisp on the outside. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's me because I also I love uh, breakfast sausage. I like breakfast sausage more than I like bacon. And so Same. I think the thick the thick. Oh. So oh. I I think that's because 
I think that's partly why it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I, uh, <laughs> I think that's why. I think that's why I like the thick cut because it's it's more meat in the middle, so you have it's it's more of a sausage consistency once you bite into it. But it's got the crispiness of bacon on the outside. When when I make this product called pork roll, uh, I get the thick cut preferred <laughs> as well. Um, that it, it is it's it's <laughs> better than the thin cut. Uh, oh I also prefer thick cut. Um, this, the, the, well. the 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 from Mount Pius, New Jersey, up here. <laughs> it's pork roll, not Taylor ham. <laughs> Alton Brown calls it pork roll. Okay, it's pork roll. Oh, oh, for God's sake! I'm sorry. Did Alton Brown tell you that while he was wheeling out people? This time you're gonna cook the pork roll, but you have to do it while you're juggling a bowl of Lucky Charms. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of this argument is like most people who call it Taylor Ham are from Jersey from or Jersey. have family from Jersey. And Richie is just that one oddball's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, you're like, you're no, the one who's like Jersey Pride. Pride. <laughs> you're you're no, Mr. Jersey Taylor Pride. Ham like, is- don't order from Domino's. Please continue with your wrong point. <laughs> no. Taylor Taylor ham is a North Jersey thing and pork roll is South Jersey. Bullshit. I've I've never heard that before. Literal, literal it's, bullshit. And look, I, won't I don't know anyone from North Jersey. I don't know anyone from North Jersey. <laughs> I have grown up my entire life and it's been called pork roll. All right. That's to the listeners. Is it pork roll or Taylor ham? Hit us up at brose underscore podcast on Twitter, on Facebook at brose podcast, or on Instagram at brose underscore podcast. Please note that any responses uh, in the affirmative to Rich's point will be deleted and you'll be blocked. Good drawings, everybody. You all get A's. Tim, uh, hey. what is our next question? What is your favorite item you've bought this year? So do we want to do calendar year or the past year? Let's say the past 12 months. I think the spirit of it is a COVID-related question. I dig it. Mm-hmm. It's a favorite thing you bought in the last year. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to try and avoid, like... Because I bought some video games in the past year that I really enjoyed. Um, but I, I almost don't count... Like, it's, like it's a piece of media. Like, you consume it, you're, you're done with it. I'm trying to think of, like, a thing that I bought in the last year. Like a gadget or a, a whatever. I bought... A backpack for my frisbees that is so good, mm. and it costs a lot of money, like way more than I would generally spend on myself. But um, it just happened that like we just didn't use our babysitters for a week, so I had a bunch of extra money, and I was like, "Let I will blow it on this." It is so comfortable. It carries so many frisbees. It is so nice. I love mm. it. And it will apparently last me forever because it has a lifetime warranty. So A plus. Nice. nice. Done. Done. How about you, Rich? Uh, I, I mean, I could probably easily say my PS5, but I'm not going to go that route. Uh, I'm going to oh, go. It's a good one. Yeah. It is a good one. Um, but I'm going to go with also the most expensive item, my entire replacement of my HVAC system. Uh, it it's It's supposed to save me money. Um, but the month that I actually had it fully installed was the coldest month of the year. And now I haven't had it on because it's been spring. So we'll see if it actually does save me money when it's not the coldest or hottest times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's big ticket items. That's like one of those things that like, 
something that you don't like if you have to replace something that you have to think about all the time and you replace it with something that you don't have to think about all the time that's a huge mm. boon and that's yeah. actually that leads me to my next one because we had a, a mesh router that uh eventually the satellite just failed on us and like no amount of customer service would fix it it just you know the satellite burned out so uh the one that i'll go with is i bought a new uh, mesh wi-fi router system and it's awesome because it just fucking works like it just it's not no problems <laughs> like it's just fa- fast uh, fast on all floors of the house like uh, I can hardwire a bunch of stuff now. Like it just, it just fucking works. Like it's just nice to have to put money into something that like costs you a little bit of extra money, um, but it just works, and it, it, you don't have to worry about shit anymore. So uh, and, and things just fast throughout. And like everything we have is connected to Wi-Fi. Everything you know, either router, whether it's the computers or the phones or the laptops or, or TVs or whatever. We stream our, our most of our TV at this point. Um, video chat, like for doing the award-winning Brose podcast. So it was like, all right, you know what? This is going to be the thing that I buck up for. Um, and uh, and also because I'm working from home all the time. And so I don't really, I really would prefer not to have like Comcast just go down on, go down on me <laughs> uh, because uh, the, because the router isn't great uh, in the upper floor of my house. So so I will go with uh, the mesh Wi-Fi. Router. The TP, uh, it's, it's, I believe it's the TP Deco. It's like TP Link makes it. It's like the Deco M9. Very good. Highly recommend. Nice. Uh, I don't know what what I want to land on because at first I was going to go PS5. And then I was like, nah, there's definitely other stuff I like. And then I was like, I'm going to be super adult about this and, be, and say like, the living room furniture that we bought this past year, like the new TV stand and the bookshelves, mm. like those are really awesome and I love them, which is very like, I'm an adult. I'm happy about furniture. Yay. <laughs> and then I remembered I bought my first, like my car, mm. like the car I had been driving for years was my mom's car that she like was going to give me, but never actually did, but let me use it anyway, constantly. And I was just like, okay, but it's not mine. Uh, and my Santa Fe is fantastic. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I remembered, oh, that's right. This computer that I built and am currently using <laughs> and has like just been fant- a fantastic boon for productivity uh, and just accessibility and things I can do in this at home. Because like working off a laptop and working off a, de- uh, a legitimate desktop is just completely different and i can't figure out what of any of those things is the one i like like the most Mm -hmm. my Mm -hmm. favorite i use this the most but also that furniture is awesome and my car is awesome yeah and like i don't know stuff you use every day it's Mm -hmm. and and, like i can understand it because after thinking about it and talking about it more like i'm remembering that i bought my computer desk and my chair that i'm sitting in and i'm like i'm in this chair eight to 15 hours a day like this is an awesome chair i love this chair but i i have to go with the hvac system at this point first of all uh our cats a cat tree like their first legit cat tree uh because we just they were you know climbing up the walls there's they're bored first of all the cats are sick of me like they're just bored of me at this point like it's just <laughs> a, it was a cool novelty yeah, for a couple um, of months yeah, it was a cool novelty for a couple of months. They're like, oh, man, yeah, the big guy's home all day. It's awesome. And uh, now they're just sick of me. And they're like, oh, you're fucking here again. again. So <laughs> uh, so we got them this cat tree because it was on sale. And we thought it would keep them from like climbing up the walls and everything. Uh, and it hasn't necessarily kept them climbing up the walls, but they love the cat tree. Like, it was very satisfying when you put like to, to get that. And like you're like, oh, boy. if Because if, if, that's the thing. If you, if you buy anything that's worth more than like 
30 or 40 bucks for your pet uh, and they don't like it, it's just devastating because it's just it's just you can't use it for anything else. Like you can't. It's not like if you bought something Mm -hmm. for a child that like ultimately you maybe could rework it. Like if you bought a game for your child that they didn't like, you could use it on your own. Can't do anything with a cat tree, uh, but they love the cat tree. They're a big fan. Nice. Yeah. Glad they, that worked they, out. They're, they're, yeah. They're, they're, they're climbing up it all the time. They're swatting at each other. They're playing with it. It's, it's, they love it. Yeah. It's a, it's a good pick. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? All right. In that case, uh, we're going to move on then. Tim Hansen, what's our next question? Uh, do you prefer morning or night showers? Morning. I prefer a morning shower, but I usually take an evening shower to save me time in the morning. Night, night showers. I, uh, I'm never conscious enough in the morning to not kill myself by falling over in the shower. So, I definitely prefer a morning shower. But something I'm really getting into is the lunch shower. Since I work from home, I'll wait until lunchtime and get a shower, and that honestly feels so good. I don't know I if it's like just because... be awesome for productivity. It is. Like You're fresh. I like Yeah, I get done out I get out of the shower and I'm just like, "All right, I'm ready to start the day." And I I mean, I've already started the day, but I'm like, I'm ready to <laughs> Don't ready tell to your boss get... about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he'd understand. All right, it's um, 2 o'clock, time to really get going. <laughs> hey, I don't I don't take lunch till 1 o'clock. So 2 o'clock, all right, time to get going. <laughs> uh yeah, the the afternoon shower is like Kind of a cool thing, in my opinion. But I also generally. do that as well because I'll, I'll usually, um, if I if I if I go for a yog, I'll usually go for a yog uh, at lunchtime, and so I'll, I'll go for my run, come back, shower real quick, and then be back at work, and I'll be like, ha ha, yeah, yeah, fresh yeah. and ready, mm-hmm. like you're, you're, you're like second wind. Yeah, it also makes it so that I don't have to get out of bed until seven fifty five, instead of like seven o'clock, get a shower and then get to work. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Shower times, everyone. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Showers like? are great. High quality. I do, I do like. <laughs> I do like. I do love bathing myself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, Tim. What do we got next? All right. Next question is from Jacob. So I'm just gonna take myself out of this question already. Uh, how do you, how do you feel about the recent Eagles trade, and do you think it impacts the Eagles' future? Wow, so, wow, this happened like uh, today. <laughs> He's ready. Yeah. Is he talking about the acquisition of 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 uh, local boy Joe no. Flacco, or is no, there no, an no, the one, new trade? No, fortunately, it was not a trade. It would be a devastating move if the Eagles had to give up a, like a draft pick to get Joe Flacco. He's not talking, <laughs> Joe Flacco is a free agent. The Eagles okay. made a trade. So we're recording this on the 26th of March. Earlier today, the Eagles made a trade. Uh, they traded back in the draft. They had the sixth overall pick and they traded back uh, to the 12th pick with Miami. And they picked up like a, a second, like a first rounder next year and a couple of other picks uh, this year uh, in order to move back a couple of slots. Mm-hmm. So. Um, fine. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I will, I will jump in here on this one and say that I think it is fine. I, I feel mostly indifferent, uh, because I think that the best thing you can say about it is that, um, Howie Roseman, the current general manager of the Philadelphia Eagles, I say current because I really hope that it's just current and not forever. 
Um, oh. the, the dude shouldn't have a job anymore. I can't believe it. Uh, so no, he shouldn't. The, the one thing I will say is that when presented with several options, Howie Roseman has not shown that he's capable of making the correct choice when presented with several options in the draft. So the best thing you can say is that there's about a dozen like high quality players in the draft, maybe like 13 or 14. And by going back to 12, he now has fewer to pick from. So is like less of a like an information overload, less likely to fuck it less up. likely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And especially if you're not good at drafting, the best thing you can do is get more draft picks, more bites at the apple, more more opportunity. So you get, like, you get another first round pick next year. So that way, if Jalen Hurts doesn't work out, you can maybe trade up for a quarterback next season. Uh, I don't think this this portends. Like, I saw a couple of of of. Uh, of Talking heads, the the squawkers, uh, uh, indicating that this might be like the Eagles gearing up and getting assets so they can trade up and get a different quarterback or trade for Deshaun Watson or something like that. I don't think they are. I, I don't think they're good enough to to try and trade for like Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson or anything like that. I think they're just going to stay at twelve and draft. Uh, I'd like for them to draft a wide receiver, but they're probably going to draft another lineman because this is what they do. They draft linemen in this uh, in at number twelve. So yeah. I say it's a okay trade. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. I I I full on with full knowledge of this trade right now, totally one hundred and ten percent agree with you, Matt. That's all it's all I was looking for is is just a complete <laughs> uh blind agreement with my with my take on this. Um Sports. Yeah, sports, man. Sports, the draft. Yeah, can you believe it was the the NFL draft was the first major sporting event that occurred. After the COVID thing happened, at least yeah. in at least in North America, I, I don't know how soon soccer restarted in Europe, but but yeah, they didn't. I mean, because all sport, all the actual on field or on court stuff was was uh, was on the Schneid. Uh, the NFL draft was the first big event. They're doing it remote, and now the NFL wants to do the draft in Cleveland in person this year. No, hmm. there's there's no a uh, there's a documentary on HBO Max. Um. I can't remember the name of it. I think it's like the day that that stops sports or something like that. And it's about like the virus. It's about Rudy and Gobert, right? Like the, the I, jazz I, guy. I I honestly I don't like. Do I you guys saw know about him, quick... Rudy Gobert? No, mm-hmm. I just assumed you made up a name. <laughs> no, 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 no. So Rudy Gobert, first of all, great nickname because he's a French player who plays for the Utah Jazz. He's like a seven foot tall, super good defensive player for the Jazz. Uh, and he's from France, and his nickname is the Stifle Tower, which is awesome. Um, <laughs> That's a great nickname. Um, but so Rudy Gobert is like he's like patient zero for it in the NBA because I believe the night that you're talking about, Rich, the the night that that the sports stopped or the night that the world stopped or whatever was the night that Rudy Gobert tested positive for COVID-19, him and his teammate Donovan Mitchell. And of course, the irony of that was just days prior, uh, Rudy Gobert during a press conference <sighs> mockingly breathed on all the I, microphones. I remember that. I yeah. remember that. And then three days later, he had COVID. <laughs> he, had COVID. <laughs> so, he had the virus. He just breathed on everybody's microphone. And then like later that night, they just postponed the season. So the uh, the doc is called The Day Sports Stood Still. It's on HBO Max, mm. and it's a look at the sports world's shutdown in 2020 due to COVID-19 and the prominent role of athletes in the reckoning with social, social justice. Yeah, because that was, that was the other big thing was because uh, the George Floyd stuff happened just a couple yeah. months later, mm-hmm. and then that's, the NBA that's... came back. and Yeah, 
It was a man. What a fucking year it's been. That's definitely <laughs> it truly on my has been to watch. Wild. Look, all this happened in the last twelve months. <laughs> like, oh my god. Um. All right. Any, uh, unless you guys have other thoughts on the Eagles trade, uh, I know. we could probably oh, move on to the next question. No. All right. Also from Jake. <laughs> who do you think the who's your sleeper RB two in fantasy this year? <laughs> who do you think the Eagles will take in the twenty twenty one draft oh with the twelfth pick? Oh my god! Uh... <laughs> You're the only one who has input because I don't know anybody. I will so say who I is hope... your sleeper RB two yeah, in fantasy this year? Oh yeah, Len- Leonard Fournette, man, as a handcuff to Ronald Jones. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> okay, I hope the Eagles draft Devonta Smith. Uh, the wide receiver from Alabama. I, listen, I don't know jack about the the NFL draft. I don't, I don't really watch college football uh, that much. So I know of the big names, and I know that Devonta Smith is a name that could still be there. Um, and just the, the couple of bits I've seen of him, he would be the he'd be the best receiver the Eagles have had since Terrell Owens, uh, if, mm-hmm. if the Eagles drafted him. I firmly believe that. Uh, what they will probably do is they will draft a offensive lineman, uh, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to remember all the guys that 12 is a little bit late to get a lot of the big playmakers. I don't think they're going to draft a quarterback. I would like them to draft a wide receiver. I think they will draft an offensive lineman. That's my good. Guess. That's probably a good call. I, <laughs> I agree. I agree with Matt. <laughs> you know, it's, it, if, if we're lucky, Sean, we'll get another like offensive tackle with the number 69. Oh nice. my God. Just if for you. Only. Yeah. Surprised Eagles haven't retired that for John Runyon. At this point, <laughs> yeah, Senator John Runyon, or what? What was he, oh representative? Representative Runyon? I think, I think it was Representative Runyon, representing yeah. the great state of New Jersey. <laughs> and then, and then he now he's the uh, he's the like rules liaison or something like that. Is he? He, I, he works for the NFL. I don't know what he does. Uh, for safety. There's, there's a wi- safety oh, oh yeah 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 one of those. He, there, there's there's a wild number of of football players i just saw there was like a like a republican there's a republican senator from i want to say it was indian indiana or illinois um but there's a republican senator from uh one of those states named anthony gonzalez who was just rebuked by his local um he, he voted in favor of something that the democrats had proposed in congress and i can't remember what it was now but like his local republican like the, the way they did with sass in nebraska like the the local uh, republican party tried to censure him and i looked at him i'm like anthony gonzalez you know, bald, like white looking guy. I'm like, I think he used to play for the Colts. And I looked it up and it was Anthony Gonzalez from the Indianapolis Colts. He was like from Ohio State. No, it's from Ohio. It's from Ohio because he went to Ohio State. Um, and I'm like, what the fuck is he doing in Congress? Like, <laughs> like he wasn't good at playing football. Why is he in? Eh, whatever. Um, all right, Tim, what's next? Oh, wait, there are questions. Uh, Possibly. <laughs> All right, the penultimate question uh, <laughs> from Liz Seltzer. All right, Liz. Is what's the weirdest thing you own? So we went over this and slightly, kind of shortly talked about it um, a few sessions ago. I have the ashes to somebody else's dog in my house. <laughs> Just that inexplicable houses. Yeah. yeah. My. All How I drunk know, was I that I forgot this story? <laughs> I don't know. Um, all I remember, or all I know about this dog, I believe her name was Molly, was that my grandparents took her in when the owner fell on hard times or whatever. The dog had to be put down or passed away. My grandparents had her 
cremated, and I have her ashes. And then the person who owned the dog before my grandparents took her in had once or twice come to my house asking for Molly. And I'm like, I don't do drugs. And they're like, no, like, do you know where Molly is? I'm like, no, I don't. I don't do drugs. Like, no, my, my <laughs> dog Molly. I'm like, Molly. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I don't know who Molly is. So I told my mom this and she's like, don't tell him that you have Molly. Don't ever give him Molly. He doesn't. I'm like, what the fuck is Molly? And she tells me the story of the grandparents taking the dog. And I'm like, all right, so what do I do with these ashes then? And she just leaves it at that and starts talking about other things. So I have some other dog's ashes in my house. That you that you legally cannot give to the to the owners for some reason. That's undisclosed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I have no idea what to do with them. Because I know in some states you're not actually supposed to throw away uh, like remains. And I believe Jersey might be one of those. But also, I feel terrible throwing away remains. Don't count as remains. I I know some states you're not allowed to bury cremation cremated like remains. So I don't know though. I I have to look that up, and it's I always forget that I have these these remains until something like this happens, (laughs) or I'm cleaning my house and like I move the chair that they're hidden behind. Tim, can you beat a stranger's dog's ashes? <laughs> I mean, if I punch it hard enough, probably. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. That was just too easy. Nah. Uh, I've been sitting here and trying to think about, like, w- what's weird that I have. And I can't really think of anything other than, like, my mom bronzed my baby shoes and they're just sitting on one of our oh. bookshelves. Ooh. That's so and, cute. Like it, and it, but that's not even that weird. It's just kind of like old fashioned and not a thing that's really done anymore. I don't. Mm-hmm. Know, why do you bronze shoes? Fill me in. Keepsakes. It's also oh. like with a, an, it was, an, a, and they're in front of a uh, a baby picture of mine. Yeah, it was. It was a very nineties thing to do. Uh, okay, all right, all right. And I yeah, definitely it's... almost threw it out, and then because I was like, "This is fucking dumb. Why would I keep these?" Yeah. And then I was like, "No, because my mom's gonna ask where they are, <laughs> and I don't want to have that fight, and it's just not worth it." Yeah, it's. I think it's supposed to be like his first shoes that he wore, or something like that. I think that's what, what that's... you bronze, like the first pair of shoes that you wore it's weird hmm. interesting uh i have i have my dutch uh baby medical records from when i was born Ooh. in the dutch hospital Ooh. that's awesome yeah very cool yeah back when i was like a normal sized child <laughs> Wait, and now you you're a normal and now you're a normal sized child, child. <laughs> and now i'm a normal sized child as well yes <laughs> sean what's the weirdest thing you own I don't know, man. Like, I was thinking, like, maybe my bidet, but that's not a weird thing. That's just, like, an awesome thing to own. <laughs> Toast. Sean. Second. Do, do you want some other person's uh, animal remains? <laughs> I don't. Thank do you. Do you want another person's bidet? <laughs> I would have two bidets. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I could poop I and eat toilet, my but I'll take both. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. You guys don't understand. Well, so anyway, 
the one of a weird thing that I own, maybe not the weirdest, but the weirdest thing I can see right now is this giant. Um, it's a what are they? A flask that's like this big <laughs> that says "Drink up, bitches" on it, and I'm pretty sure I got it from Tim. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> it's in my room right now. I know, I've never figured out what to do with it, but I love it. Drink up. Bitches. So it's my drink up, bitches flask. That's like the size of a, I don't know, a textbook. Did you give me one of those too, Tim? <laughs> Does it feel no, like I've got like a forty foot long flask somewhere in this house and maybe that's, that's my not answer for me but like the the first white elephant that i remember sean being a part of there was a giant flask yeah. in that yeah. yeah that's what it was and, uh, and when i was shopping i'm pretty sure it was a christmas present uh but when i was shopping for christmas presents i saw that and i just instantly flash back to the picture of sean martha and uh and Jenna sitting in, like, standing in the kitchen. It was, like, the first picture of all three of them. Mm. Uh, mm. And, and the flask is in the background. I was just like, oh, I need to get this. History. <laughs> we did it. We boy, did it. I don't know what weird stuff I've got. I mean, boy, I think most of the stuff we have is relatively normal. I've talked about, <laughs> this is how long we've been doing this podcast quarantine. I know I've talked about my scallion scissors a few times. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And dude, they're great. I used them earlier today. I was making beef and broccolis for some meal prep for next week, and uh, just snipped some scallions all over the uh, all over the beef and broccoli. So that was that's a weird like one use uh, on the subject of Alton Brown. Uh, it's the type of tool that Alton Brown would like would like shake his head at like is a one use item. But I love this one use item. Uh, it is it is a it's brilliant. I, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Um, that's probably the weird, that's the one thing that's jumping to mind. Um, mm, yeah, I, I, I can't think of anything that's obvious besides that. It's usually kitchen things. Like it's always like a weird kitchen tool of some sort that like, seems like, oh, why would I ever use this? And you use it all the time. So mm-hmm. say the scallion scissors, you snip yeah, some scallions, snip some green, snip some green onions, spread it amongst snip, your, snip. uh, your Chinese and Asian dishes. Snip, snip, mm-hmm. snip. Scallions are great. Dude, scallions are delicious. What's our last question, Tim? Our last question. Sorry, I have to take a break from looking up cremation laws in uh Oh, my Jersey. God. Wow. <laughs> Apropos of nothing. Uh, what was the worst haircut you ever had? Oh, you, I got an easy one for this. How much hair do I have right now? Uh, uh, so, so hear me out. I used to really, really, really love Dragon Ball Z. And so during the um, Cell Saga, when Future Trunks comes to the past, uh, he has the bow cut with the purple hair. And then eventually he learns how to go Super Saiyan, and the bow cut goes spiky up and it goes gold. I wanted gold bow cut that I could spike up. Um. <laughs> My barber wouldn't do that, but he did give me obvious reasons. I can't imagine why. He did give me a bowl cut, but then he uh, he wouldn't do the gold. But he did streaks of gold within my hair that you couldn't see because my hair is brown. And this is when you were twenty nine. Last week. Okay. Um, And can't confirm. I. 
I I did not even try to gel it up once because my hair is too thin to try to be spiky. Um, look, I just really liked trunks. Okay, <laughs> that's all. Yay. It was my first foray into trying to cosplay. Uh, Sean, what about you? What's the worst haircut you've ever gotten? I, so this is going to sound stupid and like a cop-out, but I honestly don't think I've ever had a bad haircut. Oh, mm. wait, that's not true. Here, <laughs> I just went from a cop-out to like immediately uh, going back on that. The worst haircut i ever seen was my own fault, where I... um. I, my uncle bet me that I wouldn't dye my hair blue. So, jokes on him. Of course, I am going to do this. So I did it, but oh, it turned out just weird. That. It, yeah, it's turned out. It was. It involved a funeral. It was a weird situation. <laughs> my uncle bet me I wouldn't dye my hair blue. Introducing more questions than answers, but please go ahead. <laughs> uh, but so I so obviously I tr- I tried, but I didn't bleach my hair enough. Because it bleaching your hair sucks, especially yeah. when you have dark hair. So it just came out this weird, like booger green color. And I had that gross hair for a while, and then I decided I wanted to cut it off. So I went to a barber, and I got it cut off. But I had this like halo of bleached hair. Right, like I looked like a friar. <laughs> like I had all dark brown hair around the sides, but the top was just bleached bleach yellow and it was so gross and ugly and i had that for i think i might have had it for a day and then i was just like just buzz the whole goddamn thing and then i had a normal haircut again but worst haircut was when i had my fryer look i look like a bald man at du- it was at duquesne <laughs> oh yeah i don't remember this <laughs> yeah Oof. it was bad oh good on you though <laughs> the Friar Tuck look. Yeah, so I had the Friar Tuck look for a little while, and then uh, I moved on from it. So um, I believe it was freshman year of high school, uh, the day before uh, homecoming. So this is it was freshman or sophomore? I can't remember now. I think it was. I'll say I'll say sophomore. Um, like big first big social event of the year. You're still like young and like you know you want you know you look cool and everything. So I got a haircut. My hair was really long, so I got a haircut the day before. Um, and I walked over to Ficka's, uh, across, across the street from the downtown East high school campus. And, um, and I was, you know, I was like 14 or 15 at the time. And, uh, and so I get, normally I, I go in there and I sit down and there's like the one guy, my dad knows him. This guy, Mike Ficka runs the place. And so I'm like, Oh, I'm waiting for Mike. And so, uh, this, this Russian woman comes up and says, uh, uh, I'm free. And I said, Oh no, I'm, I'm waiting for Mike. He's like, Mike's not available. You come sit with me. And I was like, uh, okay. And I'm like 15. So I'm just like, all right, fine. <laughs> and so I sit down <laughs> and, uh, she's like, so what you need? And I'm like, uh, I didn't know I was 15. I'd never really asked for a bunch of haircuts on my own at that point. So I'm like, I just need a trim. She's like, uh, trim, not enough. I need more detail. What do you need? I'm like, okay, I want it shorter than it is now, but not very short, <laughs> a trim. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, okay, I got you. Okay. I got you. And, uh, and then she starts, you know, going to town and like two minutes in, she's like, okay, bye-bye long hair. And <laughs> just uh, like, what, 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 bye-bye what? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she just kept, <laughs> and as it's, it's going, I'm like, oh, boy, it looks really short. But again, I'm like, well, 
she does this all the time. It'll probably look good once it's done. Um, once it was done, it didn't look good. Uh, to the point where um, when I returned home, my brother, who had gotten home before me, wouldn't let me in the house because didn't recognize me. Uh, and uh, it was referred to in very uncouth terms by, by a friend of ours as uh, my Hitler youth haircut. Uh, and uh, it was bad news bears for those pictures. Uh, it was, it's already awkward enough when you're like, a, a you know, like a pubescent boy in a shirt and tie for the first time in like a long while for you. But then you have that like absolutely God awful, indefensible haircut on top of it. Uh, that was probably the worst haircut I ever had. This <laughs> is like a combination of miscommunication plus the bad look. Like, cause I, you know, I, I'm typically a long hair. My hair's typically a little bit longer than usual. And uh, to have it cut that short, not bad, not, not good. It's not good. Not guys. Good. No, no, uh, was that it, Tim? Was that the last question? Yeah. Oh, do I not get to answer this question? Is that is that how we're playing? Well, this I, one? well I figured. I mean, I figured it'd be insulting to even ask you. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Uh, what was the worst haircut you ever had? Uh, that's the best part. Is I don't have one because I've pretty much had the same exact haircut since I was like five, mm. which is just I buzz all my hair off. Yeah, you've had like short even before uh, the last couple of years. You, you've had short hair pretty much as long as I've known you. That that that's my haircut. Is yeah. I buzz my head. That is it. Yeah, that is what I have always done. Uh, my mom started doing that. Just like literally, all me and my brothers would walk into the kitchen. She'd plop a chair down and she'd just be like, "Sit," and like buzz all our hair off. Hey, it's the easiest, cheapest, uh, cheapest way to take care of three Save boys. Maybe twenty bucks, man. Like it's. Not nothing. A piece. Like, holy shit. Um, so I just have always done that. Uh, my brothers ended up doing other things with their hair. I think the only thing I could think of that was different was at one point, one of my brothers was spiking his hair up. And I was like, that's cool. <laughs> but it was before, like, sync and people started doing it with, like, the frosted tips. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I tried spiking my hair up, and I just looked dumb. But it wasn't really a haircut. It's just like as my hair was getting longer, I tried spiking my hair and then I stopped because I'm lazy and it looked kind of dumb. So that was it. <laughs> Had the same haircut forever and now I'm bald. <laughs> <Ta-da>! <laughs> uh, you evolved well, to not need hair. Yeah. Yes. All right, Tim, that was the last question, correct? That was it, guys. Who's got a take? Anyone got a take or a closing thought? I do have a take. If Get no one else mind. does. Oh, my God. Okay. So I've been rewatching Static Shock. Do you remember that nice. show? Yes. It's like a superhero cartoon. Absolutely. It is a super, it's a superhero yeah. cartoon from when we were, I think we were in in grade school. It was on for like four seasons, I think. And there's there's a lot of dumb shit that happens in the show. Like Shaq is in an episode, and he's For like no super whoa, whoa, strong. Whoa, dumb shit. <laughs> yes. Well, Shaq is like Shaquille O'Neal. Like, Shaquille O'Neal's in the show and voices himself and has superpowers for some reason. That's the big Aristotle like, you're talking about. <laughs> he's so he's so strong for some reason. Figures out Static's secret identity. <laughs> Lil Romeo's in an episode, and everyone's like all about how Lil Romeo is the greatest artist of their time. God, what a time capsule! <laughs> that it is, it is like that. That kind of stuff happens, and I'm like, I'm okay with it because it it is representative of the time. Then, 
an episode called Hoop Squad, <laughs> in which, <laughs> in which, in which Static and his best friend and Static's dad go to Los Angeles to watch an All Star game, and then there is a is Static's best friend Nick Van Exel. Like, no, it's his best no, he's friend, a nerdy Richie. little tech guy. <laughs> yeah, his best friend Richie. Uh, yeah, and Richie. they, they, they. For some reason, they're going to the All Star Game. They meet Tracy McGrady, of course, Carl Malone, yeah. Yao Ming, and Steve Nash. This is such Woo! a bad episode. <laughs> it oh is... boy! <laughs> and so, what happens is there are some nano machines that are destroying everything, and Static tries to stop them. But then <clears throat> there are four superheroes that come out of nowhere. Guess what, idiots? It's Tracy McGrady, Carl Malone, <laughs> Yao Ming, and Steve Nash God. in superhero suits. We're here to beat the Monstars. A small, small, small nitpick. Carl Malone is the only one of them who's voicing himself. All of the rest are being voiced by other people for some reason. The Hoop Squad, who were who were assembled by the National Biotech Authority, the oh. other NBA. Oh. <laughs> it is it is it is the dumbest shit because it doesn't come up ever again. It's it's just this one episode. And there's like there's a mad there's like a there's a, a mad genius who's making these nan, this nanotech and he refers to them as the hoop squad like he's on board with calling the hoop squad's gonna get my fucking <laughs> yeah but he keeps calling them the hoop squad and I'm like okay curse okay. you hoop squad but it's it is the dumbest shit and i'm so mad about it because like i know i shouldn't be mad about this is like a take that is that's brewing from like 20 years ago because the show hasn't been on but if who the fuck thought the hoop squad was a good idea really who these four dudes i guess were they were they that popular then probably i don't remember i didn't follow basketball i remember who yao ming and carl malone were yeah it's, it's like, those are like that's the if i'm thinking of the right time that's like fairly right i mean it's not kobe bryant or anything but like it's fairly yeah. representative of the time i'm just baffled by yao ming so how <laughs> so they all I had super stuff in this because like so, yao ming so tracy mcgrady could spin really fast and like make tornadoes sure carl malone carl malone had like his fists would grow giant and he could punch it he could punch people okay uh yao ming he could stretch and Steve Nash had the dumb his his fingers could shoot bullets. That's what his was. And at one point they get filled with sewer water, and uh, Tracy McGrady says, "We should call you Wet Man," which is the dumbest <laughs> joke. Yep, <laughs> because he's filled with water. Because he, I guess it's so friggin' stupid. No, it, no, 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 it no, makes no, me so man. mad. There's there's a robot. Who looks like Alpha Five, but like bad. It's just, I I'm just so I just watched it today, and I'm so mad about it because it's like, why why did you do this? To, why would you do this to children? Like at the time, I feel like I remember watching this and and being like, this is the lamest shit I have yep. ever fucking seen. Accurate. I, and like, and Static was like a cool sh Static Shock is a cool show. Like the honestly. The 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 theme song is a bop. When Lil Romeo starts to sing it, like halfway uh, through the second season, it is a bop. <laughs> but it's so but I, like 
I need, Wait, I need where to are ask you watching you a this, first of all? Because now I need to. It's need on to watch uh, that. HBO Max. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you. Uh, did you know that there was a Harlem Globetrotters cartoon back in the 70s? Yeah. Yes. yes. The Super did Globetrotters. Did you know. Well, no, that was the spinoff of the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> oh, okay. The Super Globetrotters, which was a 13 episode show where one of the Globetrotters, Nate Branch, was known as Liquid Man. <laughs> also called Fluid Man. Another one was Spaghetti Man. <laughs> they had superpowers. I, the whole time you were explaining this, I'm just thinking, isn't this the Harlem Globetrotters? <laughs> no, uh, apparently they were they're like loosely inspired by that. Yeah. Also, fun mm-hmm. fact: uh, none of the members of the squad ever won an NBA championship. Nope. That's a fun fact about all of them, all of those super popular NBA stars. Yeah, Carmelo but, went ring chasing at the end of his career. Didn't work. Poor Carmelo. I just I cannot get over mailman. that they had four NBA guys and only Carmelo put his own voice to tape. Well, that's the thing one. because it, when Shaq so did weird. it, Shaq voiced his own voice himself. Yeah, and Lil Romeo did. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, Tracy McGrady, you're not above <laughs> this children's cartoon. <laughs> like Yao Ming, I, Yao Ming, like English is not Yao Ming's first language, so I can see he's always. I could see him being a little apprehensive about but, it, but, but like but Tracy the McGrady. Guy, but Yao Ming, the guy they got for him, speaks with a with a very affected accent. So is that guy just a racist? Is he doing a racist <laughs> racist accent? I don't because I would have rather just had Yao Ming not able to act his way out of like the people. I I for the they entire be episode, really. I I I honestly for the whole episode assumed they were voicing themselves because they were doing such a poor job of acting. And I'm, I'm like, <laughs> and that's that's acceptable to me because like, okay, these are NBA players. Like they shouldn't be good. Actors. Yeah, it's it's fine. I get it. But these guys. But it wasn't. It was only Carl Malone. It's just who, different. Who different honestly, schmucks. had the best performance out of any of the four guys. <laughs> so props to Carl Malone for That's really funny. bringing bringing his A game. If we're looking at the so, credits here, Carl Malone is credited as the voice of Carl Malone slash Pulverizer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Sean, uh, are you excited to see Michael B. Jordan ecstatic? Yes. Definitely. Oh, uh, that's a thing. Say, oh yeah, there's a Static Shock movie. Michael B. Jordan's signed on to be. Uh, uh, wait, I'm gonna remember his name, Virgil. Yeah, Virgil and, Hawkins. Uh, it's, it is so. They got the writer today. They announced the writer for the movie today, as oh, of cool. this recording. What a what a weird what a weird serendipitous take <laughs> I have. I but love it. They, they honestly though, Static Shock holds up. There's a there's an episode about gun violence that's incredibly heavy handed, but it's like mm. it made me cry. So, like, so oh wow, like, yep, yep, it holds mm. up. Static Shock as like I think you for like the first season you kind of have to get over the lame, the campiness. Yeah, the campiness of it and how they're like trying to talk like cool children did, like the bomb. They say a lot, and someone says it's all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> like that that kind of stuff happens a lot. <laughs> And you Definitely. have to kind of get past that, yeah. but it's it holds up. So static, static shock holds up. Interesting. That's, All right. that's awesome. except for Hoop Squad. That's a garbage episode <laughs> that should never have aired. Set it on fire. I can't. No. I, I'm 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 going to be doing a, a post show deep dive into this episode. I, I need to know more. <laughs> it's I'm, so I'm bad. Away. Uh, if people want to see any more of your Tracy McGrady takes on Twitter, where can they find you? <laughs> At hey, it's sob. Uh, how about you, Rich? At B underscore walnuts. Uh, how about you, Tim? 
at Tim R. Hansen. And you can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. I, I can't believe this is the way we're going to get Tracy McGrady on this show. This is the first time we <laughs> talked about him. Uh, the podcast is on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at Brose Podcast. And it's on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and TuneIn, and everywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. I can say that a few times if you'd like. It's where podcasts are bought and sold. It's where podcasts are bought and sold. It's where podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Huge thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions. Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. Uh, you can find her work at Shannon Vogel Photography on Facebook, that's V-O-G-E-L, or on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert, and you can listen to his work at the Free Music Archive. All right, it's plug time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Rich, what's going on with PodQuest? Check out PodQuest on Nerdy Roundtable, where we talk about that week's nerd news and stuff. This week, I know I'm probably going to be talking more uh, Monster Hunter, Outriders, and uh, possibly Godzilla 2000 or Godzilla vs. Kong, depending on if I got to watch it last week or not. Sean, what about your Frisbees? You want to see me Frisbees? At OB Disc Golf on YouTube and Twitter, and OB underscore Disc Golf on Instagram. And Tim, I need you. I desperately need you to tell me about the Person in Person podcast. Butt science, food crimes, great haikus about polygamy and other things. And uh, if you want to be a Tim, which is the pet name that they've given their fan base, named after moi, then listen to this amazing new show for people who hate new shows by people who hate new shows. Uh, the humor is on point. The stories are entertaining. Uh, season two is kicked off. Still trying to nail down a release schedule, but it does come out every week. And their new bit on speculative news, where they try and tie two different news stories together, uh, finding that under underlying story is uh, is hilarious. So Are far. you leaving our show for them or something? Like this is like an incredible amount of detail. <laughs> <laughs> they are considering it's the only podcast I listen to that's not ours. Uh, that, that's that's what happens. They named guys. their fan base after you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Jesus Christmas! Uh, apparently, we're getting married. I just don't know when. Whoa! What? Uh, polygamy? <laughs> I, did you not hear the polygamy joke? Well, it, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We got a lot to talk about. I need to go through your contract with a fine tooth comb to see if all this this fraternization with the person to person podcast. We're moving is to Utah. <laughs> We're driving to Florida. All right, uh, everybody, say goodbye to the listeners. Bye. 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 For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moves team. Moves. <laughs> My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. Did you know Phil Lamar voices Virgil? Yeah, I saw you. I didn't know there's that. A, there's an episode with hit with. Um,